Hey, Slayers. Welcome to the Chardonnay and Slay Your Business podcast. My name is Jamie King, a.k.a. The Slay Coach. I'm a business coach, educator, mom, and founder of the Chardonnay and Slay brand. Last year, I went from broke fitness coach to six figures in six months. Each week, you will hear myself, guest experts, and other boss babes just like you share their proven strategies on how to take your business from baby grave to expensive boss babe Bordeaux. It's time to show up and have your voice heard. Now pour a glass of bubbles and get ready to slay with me. What's up, my lovely Slady Bosses? Today's episode is brought to you by the Slay Your Business, the Fast Track Program. It is my wildly successful, massively sought after, 90-day butt-kicking, get your ass into shape, build your business, make fuck tons of money, and do the damn thing online program. It is a group coaching program. You're getting not one, not two, but five coaches, access to myself, Allison Cheatham, Carissa, the sassy savage, Carissa Johnson. You're getting access to Chanel Norwood, a fast track graduate. You are also getting access to Rachel Spencer, the digital launch queen, all for 90 days. We are going to have our eyes around your motherfucking business, a 90 day program to go from zero to bank. And if you are a baby grape or a fermenter and your ass is not applying for this program, you're drunk, go home. Not everyone gets accepted. You have to set up a call to be invited by our team to join this program. So it is intense. There are tons of high vibe boss babes joining you in this program, but I guarantee you it will change your life. So I love you. Apply in the show notes. If you are ready to do the damn thing, we've had women go from zero to 10K months in this program, and I hope you will be our next success story. I love you. And I will see you in the fast track. Oh my God. Welcome back, Slayers. We did it. We fucking did it. Summit of Slay is over this year. And oh my God, was it the most incredible event of the year ever? Like I had so many people that had said, oh my God, I've been to 15 conferences and this was by far the most transformative, the most fun I've ever had at a conference. This is not a regular conference, guys. This is the cool conference. (laughs) So I have so many takeaways. I have so many things I want to talk about, and I think I'm going to save it for another episode. But I wanted to, I was just inspired, and I couldn't go another minute without sharing this. I'm not ready, like fully detoxed, decompressed enough to share what I fully want to say right now. But what I have to say now that can't wait till my energy, like (laughs) reserves kick back in (laughs) is... I have never seen a group of women more connected. I have never seen more hand-holding, more tears, more genuine compassion for one another. Like, if you guys know me, I have been to a few conferences with Beachbody. I've been to one other conference since I started this business. And it all felt like very much like a hierarchy. Like, here are the people on stage, and then here is the audience. And it all felt very disconnected. So what I really wanted to create and the vision that I had for this event was how can we make everyone feel really included? How can we make this feel like the most 
round table and not like someone sitting at the head of a table. Like if you think of like Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table, like everyone's created equally at the round table. How can we make this a round table? And I wanted to create for one, the America's Next Top Speaker Contest so that we could give someone a platform who otherwise might might not have a chance to speak at a major conference. Um, Because I feel like these conferences, people throw out these massive names. They keep throwing money at new speakers in hopes that those speakers will then sell the tickets. When all reality, the, the movement needs to sell the tickets. The event, the energy needs to sell the tickets, not the big fucking names. I remember a conference I went to last year where they just kept throwing speakers at it because tickets weren't selling. And you guys, I will say the hardest thing ever, props to anyone that's hosted a major, major event, is it is the hardest thing in the world. I could sell millions of dollars of online programs, but I, I it, the hardest thing I've ever done was trying to get people to Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> you guys, I'm obsessed with my city. I think it's the coolest city in the world. And and literally, but, but we did it. We had people flying from Singapore. Someone flew from Bali. Someone flew, like we had a few people fly from Canada. We had someone from Alaska. Like we had people literally from all over the world that came to this conference, but getting people to believe in themselves enough to take their physical time out to go somewhere is really, really hard, especially with the excuses of I'm an introvert or I don't, I get overwhelmed in a crowd or I'm going through something right now and I just don't want to be around people or whatever the thing is that keeps people from going to these events. The event is always the answer. The being around the people is always what people need. We always, always, always genuinely crave human connection, in-person connection. But the scariest thing I've ever done was attempt to sell tickets to this event. And I had so much energy around the event, but not energy around getting people there. And and we did it. We had about 250 women at this conference and I was super, super, super proud. My original goal was 400. And you guys know that I set crazy fucking goals. And I was like, am I going to tell people I didn't hit my goal? Absolutely. Because it doesn't fucking mean anything because I had literally hundreds of women in my DM saying, I can't believe I missed it. Because it was. I know how to throw a fucking party. You guys don't know me, but I threw the most badass wedding that anyone's ever been to in their life. Like we had jugglers, performers, popcorn, games, contests. Like it was a carnival. Like I don't just throw a regular party. I throw a fucking party. My whole event, everything is a party. Uh, We had drag queens, if you all missed it. We have drag queens. We had a spiritual medium that came and talked to dead loved ones. We had a drag queen performance at the after party. We had a musician. My girlfriend, Andrea Davidson, came and sang at the VIP night. Like we had live music. Like we had all the things. Like we had some of the most badass DJs in the city coming to perform. We had um, a DJ perform at our, like, what was it called? The, um, we called it Beats and Bubbles, but it was our vendor fair. And so our vendor fair was fun. Like everything we did was fucking fun. But the number one thing I want you all to know before I really decompress and like tell you all the wins and like the mistakes and what I learned from hosting a major event, because I'm going to cover that. Like I have a whole event on what I would do differently and what we'll do better next year, even though everyone at the event was like, oh my God, you couldn't do anything better. As a perfectionist, like a recovering perfectionist, I, I always have things that I'm working and willing to improve upon or I'm always looking for feedback. Like my husband was scouring the audience asking people like, is there anything that we had changed? Is there anything that hasn't been 100% on point? Like how can we make this experience better for you? Like we want feedback. And the problem with most people in our industry is they don't want to be told when they're wrong or when they haven't done a good job. And I like want people to tell me when I've fucked up. Like if I've, if I can do better, like I want people to tell me. So 
um, as long as it's in a constructive and productive way. Like I want, I want constructive and productive feedback always because I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to fuck up. I'm not afraid to look like I've fucked up. I'm not afraid to make mistakes. But with this event, I have so much to talk about. But the number one thing that I want you to leave this podcast and why I was inspired to create this podcast was I was going to be in this event. I was going to be at every single after party. After every lunch break, I was going to talk to people. I was going to make sure people knew that they were seen. I was going to take pictures with every single one, every single person there that wanted a picture with me. And because I created a safe space, guess what? My speakers felt safe to do that too. I attracted and set the tone and set a vibration for the crowd. And I attracted a specific type of high vibe woman that the speakers, Amanda Francis hung out with everybody at the conference, you guys. She took people out for drinks afterwards. I know her and one of my clients, Amanda Tabinsky, were at the restaurant afterward, after the after party buying bottles. Like I think Amanda bought a $600 bottle of Dom and then Amanda Tabinsky, like Amanda Francis bought Dom and then Amanda Tabinsky bought four bottles of regular champagne. And then I think Amanda Francis was buying shots. And it was just like, oh my God, these are someone's here. Like Amanda's so many of you all's hero. And here she is, her and the champagne diet are toasting and buying you guys champagne. Like Kara Awaleba was at the after party because she felt safe. She was there because she wanted to be, like because they had fun. It was a conference for everyone. And there was no totem pole. There was no hierarchy. Like you got to see your heroes as humans. And that is huge. And that's so much of what we want as as the heroes, quote unquote, on the other side. So much of what we want our audience to know is that we're all the same. Like Amanda Francis is just like you. Kara Leba is just fucking like you. I am just fucking like you. The only difference is time and consistency and the fact that we have decided that we're going to be a big fucking deal. So you have to first decide that you're going to be a big fucking deal, then have the patience to let it work for you over time, showing up consistently over time. So so this event was truly a place where you could come connect with your heroes, where you could see yourself as a part of a something bigger, where you could see yourself at the table with a seat at the table. And the table is round, bitches. This is a round ass motherfucking table that we're all sitting at. You might look at your heroes and think that they're sitting at the head of your table. They are sitting at the round table. They are not sitting at the head of any fucking table. So anyone that you look up to know that they are human just like you. They want to experience human connection just like you. And how cool is it that they felt safe that my speakers, that Natalie, that Isabella, that Carissa, that Rachel, that everyone that was on that stage, that Ashley Diana, that they all felt like they could be safe in that environment. How fucking cool is that? So I'm really proud that I created a space. I'm really proud of you all for the ones that came for really, really, really stepping into your energy and stepping into your next level self and being brave enough to say hello to Amanda Francis or Kara Labor, being brave enough to say hi and ask me for a picture or being brave enough to ask Carrie Brady for a photo after her speech. Like, it takes a lot. Like seeing yourself in Rayshonda's shoes, seeing yourself just like all the women up on stage, seeing yourself as equals, that takes courage. Being brave enough to say hello, thank you for your message. You matter and I matter. We both fucking matter. I don't know. I have so much I want to say. Like I can't even, I didn't even know how to properly articulate it into a podcast. 
other than I've just been so grateful for some of the messages. Like one of my clients, Alyssa Hammond, messaged me and was like, this party, this event was the tits. And I laughed so fucking hard. But like so many of y'all made friends, like watching Isabella and Chloe Deeper Than Money, like dancing while there are drag queens performing. Like it was just like having you all be around my daughter, like be a part of it with my daughter. Like my daughter was in like a little circle where she was dancing in the middle of like all of my tribe. And that was powerful. It was so powerful to watch like her be a part of this with you guys. And that was so, so meant so, so much to me. So part of this is a big thank you episode. Thank you to everyone who was a part of Summit of Slay. Part of this is to tell you that tickets are on sale. Early bird tickets prices go up Friday. Tickets are on sale now for $100 off. Um, They won't ever be this price again. Guess what? We won't have to give out a few free tickets next year. So um, I'm grateful for the influencer tickets that we did give out this year. And I'm also thankful for the ones that took a chance that didn't know me very well, that just decided to fucking come. Like, hell yeah, celebrate you. I hope you had a time of your life. But you guys, we did it. We created something really fucking cool. Shout out to my event planner, Veronica, Big Day Events, my husband, Team Slay, Dana, Nika, Jenna, all the fucking people that were a part of this. It's like Jennifer Benefield, all the women that had a huge hand in making this happen. We had amazing sponsors, Against the Grain Brewery, Rolling Fork Rum, Focus Water, Kajabi, all the things. And I don't know how to say, uh, Savvy Sales Agency was a huge sponsor of ours. I just don't know how to say thank you enough. And I didn't want to make this podcast about that. But I want you to know that if you walk away from anything from Summit of Slay, or if you watched it, I hope you walk away knowing that you have an equal part of the pie. Like you have an equal seat at the table. Your, your chair, your seat is just as important as mine. And these events help us realize, they help us see ourselves in our heroes. And um, I really hope that you know that everything you ever wanted is possible as soon as you fucking decide you can have it. So... I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I will do a formal recap after I have decompressed a little bit, gathered my thoughts, thought about what I really want to say about how I want to make it better next year because I have so many fucking ideas. Also opened ideas. If you have ideas for next year, shout it out. Let me know. Um, Please, please, please share this podcast episode with those that weren't able to come so they can hear about how amazing it was so that they can come and experience this with you because it truly was an experience. It was a concert. It was a movement. It was not a conference. It was so much more than that. And I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will slay you again later. Bye.